0: What up guys, here to talk about Anchor Um, This is how you're listening to this podcast right now It's the easiest way to make your own podcast They give you all the tools right there so you can do it real quick Get your podcast made, you can do it off your phone They even have uh, background music and interstitial music to make it super easy to record and edit your podcast. They also distribute it. They put it on Apple, Spotify, all the good places you want, and it's easy to make money from it as well. It's pretty cool. So if you want to check it out, start podcasting for yourself, get the Anchor app, or just go to anchor.fm and get started. All right, guys, back to the show. Hey, guys. Voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting and mail-in voting and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters now and are growing in popularity. Basically, I want to talk to you guys about Democracy Works. .works. Democracy.works. They created a tool called How to Vote, and this breaks down all the options, uh, um, considering your specific state for casting a ballot, and empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Now you guys, it's a weird time. Democracy works best when we're all voting, but misinformation and confusion about election procedures has resulted in a super low voter turnout. So how to vote is a tool created by Democracy Works that takes all the guesswork out of the voting process. This will help you. uh, You can set up reminders of when the elections are. Um, You can see what's on your ballot before you get there. You can get step-by-step assistance requesting uh, your mail ballot. You can also check your voter registration status and find out where to vote. Where your polling place is, so make and and to make sure that you have the appropriate ID to vote when you get there. You guys got to decide when and where you're gonna vote this year because it's more important than ever. Uh, yeah, democracy.works. Get on it, guys. Vote. Hey, guys, just jumping in real quick to say that we recorded this episode at the end of June um and i did release it before the new unsolved mysteries came out but i was just kind of re-releasing it so our feed has some semblance of order so if you want to catch those unsolved mysteries the netflix reboot just uh check out between seasons four and five and here's the season five premiere so enjoy What's up guys stack pack back for another week first episode of season five of the robert stack hosted series i'm david joined by dan and eli classic crew Hello. coming at you what's up dan not much you know just hanging out enjoying the home life <laughs> sort of sort of and Still. uh what's up eli how's it going
1: working what's hard, up? hard i just working? turned up my hardly working i just no i had a hard day today actually i just turned up my levels by the way just so cool um, I just, yeah, I had a really tough day. I'm really enjoying just hanging out with my buds. Some bully at yeah. work took his lunch money today. Breaking through, breaking through, not even, <laughs> breaking through uh, season premiere.
0: Yeah. You did see a bully today, though. Fuck, I want to talk about that. I don't get- <laughs>
1: that wasn't today.
0: Oh, that wasn't? Okay. When was it no, yesterday? it was yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, some fucking... <laughs> Eli needed something for troglodyte. his Troglodyte? Yeah, Eli needed something for his wee for, <laughs> for his switch and um someone <laughs> Wee, what year is it? Yeah, I, mean, I don't
1: know. <laughs> Tell it, Apparently it's a it's an older year cuz this man really
0: hated homosexuals. <laughs> so he, I know, right? Maybe it is a wee. would Eli went to GameStop
2: to get a cable for his GameCube.
0: Yeah. <laughs> his Dream Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> um, they said no <laughs> for my Sega CD. They just pointed to the door <laughs> for your Sega Saturn for the Sega Dreamcast. Or what was it Sega before Saturn? Saturn? What was it before
2: Saturn? Genesis. It well, was no, Sega there was there was a, there was no, a was crossover Sega... that had that had yeah, discs before it
1: Was it was Sega Saturn. CD? Was it Sega, Sega CD? CD? No way. Yeah, and then it became Dreamcast. No yeah. Saturn. Sega.
0: No, I don't think Saturn had discs. Oh, Sega yeah, Saturn yeah, had discs because yeah, was... Area Fifty One was on disc. <laughs> what? Okay, but no Sega anyway.
1: Sega CD. Okay, I remember this because Sega CD had that game that it was about. I remember it was kind of like risque. <laughs>
2: you know, it had that game that um, one game that, that, that people game? play. <laughs> um, uh, no,
1: it had that game where you, where there was you like watched. It, it was like almost like voyeur. A oh, bit.
0: and it was like con- controversial. Oh, how? How? What yes. was it? Voyeur. Voyeur.
1: Voyeur. V- voyeur, voyeur. Okay, anyway, so voyeur. so
0: you're getting something for your Switch, and uh, what happened? You have to tell the story because we were talking. Uh, yeah. To-
1: so I walked in. I walked into the GameStop just to return my 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 Switch. Long story short, my Switch doesn't turn on. I had to call Nintendo, and I got to send it in anyway. But yeah, I tried plugging in a cable, and it didn't work. So I had return it because I'm like, I'm not going to keep a twenty dollar cable if I don't need it. <laughs> Mine works perfectly fine. Yeah. So I went that's in. Not the issue. The guy in front of me a- asked a question about – he wanted to buy Animal Jam, and then I
0: asked – Animal guy, Crossing.
1: <laughs> Animal Crossing. Sorry, Animal Jam is another game that my kids play <laughs> on the computer. But anyways, he wanted to buy Animal Crossing, and I asked the the clerk. I was like, hey, by the way, why do people buy the game? Like, why do they want the physical game? Because I heard, like, it's sold out sometimes. So why don't they just download it? And the guy was like – uh, yeah like he was
0: like really people just like their physical answers. copies yeah I get it he's like
1: yeah they just want the copy like uh, you know they want to be able to have it or yeah, um, you know for and then the guy behind me chimed in and he goes or maybe you hate the fucking game because it pushes an LGBTQ agenda whether you believe in it or not I was like, oh! <laughs> this is about Animal <laughs> Crossing. No, no, this is not about Animal Crossing. Yeah, I was like, Animal Crossing a great game. What are you talking <laughs> about? Like, I don't think
0: anyone's having sex with anybody in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> so then, of course, he was talking about fucking Last of Us Two because he's a fucking—he's one of these fucking incel pieces of shit.
2: I didn't know corn could be in a same-sex relation. I should have taken—I should have taken a picture of him. You
0: should have. It, it, it's like, yeah. So I don't know if anybody knows this. There's a great <laughs> game called Last of Us Two. And, uh, the critics have been giving it rave reviews because it's a great game. I fucking started it. It's beautiful. And the, uh, so the audience scores have been bombed online by all these fucking loser incel pieces of shit who are saying that it like is like promoting LGBT values and they don't approve. And the whole game is bad because Ellie likes to kiss girls. Like it's fucking ridiculous. I can't believe you saw one of these people in real life. Is
1: it like um the gamer community
0: is, can be the sweetest and the f- most fucking disgusting humans because a lot of them just fucking sit there and don't actually have any contact with humans. And they just sit there and play but, video games and they can be yeah. fucking volatile. So a lot of people don't like this game just because. Um, but is it like
1: vulgar the, and graphic? Like are they like,
0: dude, it's, like, a, it's adorably sweet. Like,
1: <laughs> so there's no like, yeah, there's no like kind of lingus. No, no like,
0: she's like a teenager and she's like, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, she's the, the, the game starts where like the guy, the, the guy comes up to her door and they're going to go on a run, but they were drinking the night before. And, and she's like, Oh, I heard you kiss Dina or Dina is like, man, you didn't even like, Uh, And he gives her shit for like not waiting after, like, you know, he gives her shit because he had just, they had just broken up and he's joking around with her. And it's, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's one of these stories where, and they're beautiful stories. They do it in TV a lot. Like Shit's Creek is a perfect example where it's just accepting and we move the fuck on. Like if there's a gay character, it's not necessarily because they're going through turmoil for being gay. You know, it's just like. Okay, we accept that because it's now. All right, Uh, sex education on Netflix is another great example of that. But I think Schitt's Creek is probably the best because it's like a small town, everyone's just accepting of David and Patrick and yeah. So this fucking troglodyte. Yeah, it's not controversial. Yeah, yeah, he was mad. Yeah, well, the thing that's not
1: controversial really caught me off guard. I didn't know really what to tell him. Just spewing hate
0: like at a game.
1: Good luck with. Good luck with that, man. It's a
0: <laughs> fucking zombie game. Like,
1: and you could tell the guy behind the counter was
0: like, "Oh, one of God, these pieces of shit next. again." <laughs> I, I, I thought douchey dude bros were supposed to be like, "Oh, lesbian, sweet."
2: <laughs> yeah, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I thought dude bros thought lesbians were the hottest thing
0: ever. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Yeah. As Dan we don't and like I when the dicks touch. Dan and I are part of the LGBTQ community and I support Ellie and whatever you want to do you're a fictional fucking character. <laughs> I think people have better shit to worry about and the game is fantastic. I I'm actually not having whiskey tonight I've, so I can stay up and play.
1: I've seen the trailer it looks really good. Like, it looks like a movie.
0: Yeah. The, you know what's really... What, I mean, because I'm not playing it even on the best PlayStation. I have, like, um, a regular PlayStation 4. And the faces, like, the expressions in their faces is so full of life. The, you know? And the 5 is already out? The, no, but there's, like, a PSP Pro, which, like, plays... No, there's a PSP PS4 Pro, which oh. plays the games in 4K. And it's, like, a little bit better quality. But, See, yeah, it's it's great.
1: I don't... The only thing we have is a Switch. I, like, don't... It's not that I don't want to. It's Damn, just, like,
0: dude. Just all
2: I have is a Nintendo, or not, sorry, is a, is a Game Boy original.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. right. We have an Xbox in every room. We have like a, no, 12, really- We have a 12 year old's like dream house. <laughs> there's so many icky horror movies with boobs in them. And there's like an Xbox in every room. And this room that we do the podcast in is, there's like Batman and James Bond and Pennywise and shit all over the walls.
2: And anime cartoons with big tits.
0: Okay, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> nothing but nothing against uh, anime. I just I, I just never got into just it. Just has
2: things against big tits.
0: Yeah, I, I just but I feel like um. those girls' backs are in much pain <laughs> and for their health they need to really, you know, consider a breast reduction. They need a hysterectomy? Is, is that a, right? Hysterectomy? No. no. <laughs> no. It's that's just called wrong. a breast reduction. That's, that's not right. That's not right.
2: Um, was <laughs> because well, there is it, there is like some type of surgical term, yeah. For I forget the production. Yeah.
0: No, I, yeah, I, th- I I think the term you're thinking of is when they remove a breast for like breast cancer, mess, mastectomy, a mess, yeah. All right, sorry, guy. <laughs> <laughs> so many sectomies, yeah. Hey, you have a wife, Dan and I, we have an excuse, we don't know anything about girls. <laughs> yeah. I also have daughters, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, Hey, but you have mothers. Yeah, yeah, I'm just joking. So, uh, yeah. So, happy Pride Month. um, And I hope that incel who is bitching about lesbians in a zombie game uh, burns in the sweet depths of hell. Happy Pride. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, if you're complaining about that shit, man, it's a fucking video game. I mean – It is a video game. The same group of people were the ones bitching about um, how there's a lead Jedi – how there's a female lead in the new star Wars movies and there's a black stormtrooper. <gasps> well, so all these never. people, so all these people should oh, fuck all those fucking losers. Um, yeah.
1: People were also upset before when they weren't, there weren't enough black people in represented in star Wars.
0: Yeah. Well, that's and that, I think that was a different set. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different fan base. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The new, like that's you what, can't, the new star Wars are great. There's way more women and way more uh, people of, Lots of races, not just like Dude, one Lando.
1: Honestly, just people just want to bitch about everything yeah. now. It's they just they just want to be insufferable in
0: this time. Uh, and, you know, when this there's all this, sh- uh, you know, pride, uh, equality is being taken away from trans people. And there's uh, African-Americans riding in the street. And, oh, there's a lesbian in my zombie game. Fuck you. <laughs> Get it out. Get it out. I'm taking it back. I'm going to show them. Hey, Naughty Dog Entertainment. Hey, Sony, take that. Like, they already got your money. GameStop's just going to sell it again. <laughs> and the game is beautiful. Anyway. And you're only getting store credit anyway. So. Yeah. You fucking. <laughs> you bitch. Go write a blog post about it. Um, all right. So this is fun. Um, we have a really good episode. <laughs> All right, so we got the season five premiere of the original Stack Hosted series: super mysterious missing person, a UFO, and a weird action death.
2: movie. Yeah, and action a, hero movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and what would happen if Arnold Schwarzenegger was like a real dude? The first time <laughs> he jumped on a plane, he'd just fall to his death. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Or maybe Tom Cruise would be a better example, but whatever. It's fine.
2: Um, Dude, right before this segment started playing, I, I was doing the, what is it? The Indiana Jones theme song. And David's like, what does this have to do with it? And then
0: the, we saw the segment. He's like. Oh. He jumps on. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Yeah. He, okay. His little Indiana Jones jacket. Anyways, we'll talk about it.
0: All right. So, so, but but the first case is this really, really weird missing persons that I think a lot of people probably already know about. We're going to be talking about Tammy Lynn leopard, Tammy Lynn Leapert. So by the time she was 16 years old, this uh, girl had went had won 280 beauty contests.
1: Isn't and I thought that had to be wrong, right? That's so many. That's
0: I mean, f- honestly, so the mom seems the mom seems shitty. Like I don't like like those I don't know. I can't oh, I can't her justify mom. I'm telling you. I can't justify any <laughs> mom who fucking
2: like Objectifies their six year old daughter.
0: By the time she's sixteen, she, I mean, who knows how many she's competed in. I think he does say it, but she won that many, two hundred and eighty beauty contests and counting.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, that mom is from Mimi from Drew Carey's show. Well oh, that mom <laughs> like, totally Oh,
0: she looks exactly like Mimi, yeah. She
2: seems like a sweet person, but she also seems like a straight up fucking pageant
0: mom. Yeah. I don't which think means she seems it could
2: sweet. go either way.
0: Um <laughs> And, and a line that was for sure written for Robert Sack to say that he probably didn't agree with. He says that this kid was uncommonly beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Uncommonly beautiful. So this uncommonly beautiful child. I don't know. Most kids are pretty cute. Like to say that that child is uncommonly beautiful. It's just fucking weird. You know, it's like, I, I think it's more, it's, it's more uncommon to see like a real ugly kid. (laughs) <laughs> don't, you, don't you think most kids are pretty cute you know i don't, I don't know i don't man. think i would ever you know refer to i would never describe a child as beautiful <laughs> i mean maybe a baby okay i don't know okay if it, i would never describe a child that was not mine as beautiful <laughs> so her, her parents divorce when she's seven the mom's a theatrical slash model agent um and uh a lot of the story is told is told through the eyes of a man named Wing Flanagan who was 11 years old at the time um and he was a client of the mom so of course he lived with them oh, you've never yeah
2: you your your mom's never sent you off to live with your agent or your manager which is
1: yeah which is normal right
2: i mean that's what my mom did it's weird yeah i, I lived with my manager for 6 months no it's so you can concentrate on your on your you know
0: your craft so she's a super pretty model beauty pageant whatever she she gets a small part in the movie uh, in the 80s teen sex comedy spring break which stat- calls an exploitation film like, i mean it's like a it's like a teen sex comedy i mean i don't know <laughs> maybe a little I maybe mean, exploitative because there's boobies and sex in it i don't know I, I've never seen it, but I've always wanted to. I think Mark Marin, Mark Heron is in it. No, the, the guy from like CSI. Um, Mark, Mark, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, so she was in this movie. Um, on YouTube, there's like a clip of her like dancing on a table and she was like 17. Like, I don't know. It's weird. According to her mom and Wing, after she comes back from filming spring break, she's quote, a different person.
1: First of all, what kind of name is Wing?
0: I don't know. It's not after filming is
2: after they film the movie, she goes to a party unchaperoned. And after the party is when she comes back home, when she comes
0: back home, she's fucking weird. Yeah. And that, yeah, she goes to a party with, uh, this actor, uh, one of the actors in the movie. Um, so after, after going home, she's a different person and she becomes very paranoid. Um, she starts getting calls and tells wing to tell the person on the phone that she's not there. Um, and, uh, her, her mom can tell that she's very agitated and she tells her mom that she like saw something that she just saw something she shouldn't have seen and that somebody was trying to kill her. And, but she would never tell her mom any more than that. Like how fucking terrifying your daughter tells you for sure. Someone's trying to kill me, but they, didn't they, I mean, it's clear towards the end of the story that they didn't take any of her, like anything she was saying seriously. Like they just immediately yeah. thought she was nuts, which is like. They just went to crazy. Yeah. It's like, she's literally like an insanely beautiful blonde model. Like, I mean, maybe some, you know, you know, I don't know.
1: Maybe just, maybe just Linda didn't take her serious. Cause Linda was not. Yeah. She the seems nicest like an looking girl, So she, she has no idea what it's like to have that kind of attention or be even. Scared of any man.
0: Right. (laughs) So the paranoia is ramping up and, um, wing tells us, tells a story about, um, how they were looking out a window one day and she was like, notice anything different. And wing Flanagan said that there was like a, Oh, the neighbors have a new van. And she's like, exactly. It's got mirrored windows. So she thought somebody was watching her. Um, can I interject
2: so far? Everything you're describing about her screams, paranoid, schizophrenic.
0: Yeah, and they just kept her in her house. Well eventually they take her to the mental uh we'll talk yeah, we'll get into it. Um But
1: also like
0: it, it
1: i I don't know anything about
0: yeah being paranoid. Delusions and stuff like but, that. Like,
1: does it happen like that quickly? Can you uh, just like be
0: normal and all of a sudden? Know, you know, I, I do know they say that some mental illnesses really kick in towards the end of teen years and early twenties, so I mean, maybe, you know, or maybe she just did some drugs or something out there that kind of set it I, off. That's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. I was like, maybe she had some, like, some LSD and she just was like, not about
0: it. So after spring break, the movie, <laughs> she, um she's, all this paranoia is happening. She's in virtual seclusion while freaking out. Um, She gets, uh, uh, she gets a new job being an extra in Brian De Palma's Scarface. Probably the movie is most known for. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she goes and she's an, she's pretty much an extra. I don't know if she ever even shows up in the film. Um, but she has a breakdown on set during a murder scene. There's like fake blood and shooting and she like freaks out and starts crying hysterically. She's, she's saying things like, they're going to kill me. And so like, they're going to blow my head off. And the, um, the family friend that she was staying with while they were filming the movie Said that, um, she was saying something about money laundering and, and she was terrified. Um, so she, was, she quits the film. She was super scared. So she quits the film and goes back to Cocoa Beach, Florida, back with her mom and Wing, who I guess his career has not really taken off. He's just hanging out with his creepy Mimi from Drew Carey looking aunt in Florida. I don't think there's a lot of work in Florida. Um, this was definitely before uh, Nickelodeon Studios opened up. <laughs> I, I didn't see him as uh, one of the early cast members on all that. Um, <laughs> and when they showed him as an adult, when they showed him as an adult in the talking head, he, man, he, we've been watching queer eye and he really needs some Jonathan Van Ness. Like that beard needs to hunty. <laughs>
2: um, and those curls need to be tamed.
0: Yes. So apparently she talks to the sheriff about, uh, you know, her paranoia, but she never once mentions that she thought she was in any danger. Um, like, once she gets back from Scarface, it, it just continues to get worse and worse. She makes Wing, like, taste her food, convinced that, like, she might, someone might have poisoned it. Isn't
1: that terrible, though? Cause she's like, here, you have it. You're yeah. my guy, not me. You wanna know what's <laughs> fucked up about that?
2: Cause, like, her mom makes a comment like, oh, like they were super close, like brothers, like, yeah. damn, like, hey bro, I love you. Now tell me if this is poisoned or not.
0: Yeah. What is she, the queen? <laughs> what is she, like a fucking medieval queen or something? Um, the mom is like, this is, this was not our Tammy. This is not the Tammy we know. Not our Tammy. Not my Tammy. That wasn't my Tammy. Around this time, her mom said that she also began to develop a, a, a wild-eyed look, like,
2: Oh, yeah, she's like, she changed her appearance totally. Like, she had this wild look in her eyes. She like, got crazy face. That's that's not, like, how you change your look completely. Like, change a, your look completely is, like, whole new wardrobe, dyeing your hair. Yeah, colored colored hair. Colored contacts.
0: Makeover montage. Tattoos.
2: Not just having yeah. the look of crazy <laughs> in your
0: <laughs> eye. So things all come to a head July 1st of 83. She finally has a bit of a breakdown. She's yelling at Wing for looking at her. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and wings just like what the fuck and and um and so she steps outside and the, it's kind of there's a little bit of art direction in there it's kind of cool she steps outside and she sees people like walking across the street and you can tell she's overwhelmed yeah and they do
1: that and then she goes they do that like angled camera they do that angled camera where it the looks Dutch like angle she's like uh, oh no Dutch it's, not a, it's Dutch not, Dutch not a Dutch it's angle a Dutch it, it, but yeah
2: I, like the tilt the tilted head the that's <laughs> a Dutch angle.
0: Oh, but I guess the Dutch high. angle is just –
2: Anyway. I thought the Dutch angle was for like – A Dutch a angle tilt, is just when it's like – But tilted high though.
0: No, nah,
1: it's just – Just a tilt?
0: Yeah. Think,
2: okay, yeah, because they, they do it like a camera tilt as if like she's like turning her head.
1: Think Thor 1. Terrible movie. <laughs> uh, so many Dutch angles. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know who directed that? Um, the actor hey, Kenneth th- Braun. <laughs> Um, I didn't know really, that. Did it, I feel like it should be better because he's directed some pretty good movies. Um, anyway, oh man,
1: so that's. I think the script was just really bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, um, Thor three is the best by far. Thor two oh, is worse than Thor one, which is why Thor two is way which worse. Which is
1: why, which is why uh, Chris Helmsworth wants to keep going. He said, "I I feel like now I've finally got my character. I finally yeah. know who Thor is."
0: Thor is like one of the most fun characters in the Avengers. And those movies were just like, eh, like he was funny in them, but the movies weren't funny. He, he, he did good. No. Anyway. So, um, and then, Oh, they stay
1: in New Mexico desert.
0: <laughs> yelling at wing. For That's where teens go to
1: bang. So <laughs> that where you film a movie.
0: So she, <laughs> so she's outside. Uh, so she's outside overwhelmed. And then she decides to go back in and the door's locked. And then she, like, freaks out. And the reenactment, it looks like she breaks the window. And then Wing Amelia comes out and is like, what the – like, what are you doing? Stop it. And then she, like, freaks out and, like, starts attacking him is like, you locked me out. And Wing says that it didn't – she didn't even look like she recognized um, him. So it's like – I feel like this is a lot of stuff. And then the mom calmed her down and she said the same thing. But I feel like this is a lot of stuff. Like, some some paranoid delusions, schizophrenia like we were talking about, and her – And, you know, maybe her being totally right. Like she could have, she could have had this, the whole, you know, she could have had this mental illness like for a long time, but it actually like Mm -hmm. springs up when there's like a stressful event, like maybe watching some crime or watching some drug dealer or something that she wasn't supposed to be a part of, but I don't know. I'm no psychologist. Um, So this is when they take her to the mental health center to get evaluated. She's got no drugs or alcohol in her system
1: hold on just just for reference mm-hmm. that event happened july 1st yeah it says she spent 3 days in the hospital um and i'm assuming that was what july maybe 2nd through the 5th
0: yeah because the fir- it says i mean what we know is the first day they gave her drug and al- they gave her tests to see if she was on drugs she was not and then they decided to hold her for 3 days um after, yeah. after she got out she told her mom to promise, she made her mom promise to like get revenge, pretty much, if she was, if something was to ever happen to her. Which is, but
1: that's what that's what's confusing is because she's like get revenge on whoever, but she won't me. say like, shit. Yeah, and that's that's so frustrating. It's
0: super annoying. Yeah, I mean, she was sixteen or seven, maybe seventeen or eighteen by this time. I,
1: no, she was eighteen. She was
0: eighteen. It says she died when she was eighteen, but Stack always she, she keeps saying she seventeen isn't dead. Oh yeah, there is no we body. Well. That doesn't mean she's not dead. <laughs> so Rick Adams was one of her close friends. And this dude uh says that he hung out with her uh, right after she got out of the war, the psych ward or the mental facility. And he said that she was like, she was very serious. And she was like, Rick, I love you. And he was like, I love you too. And she was like, I might be going away for a while. And that's pretty much all he says. And then um the next day, everything's pretty normal, right? Like, the mom even said like she was going out of her way to be extra normal. And so the mom is on the phone talking to somebody when she leaves. She says, oh, goodbye, mom. And the reenactment, she says, I love you. Like very, you know. Oh, yeah. She says like she's going to step
2: out to go to the beach with a friend or something like that.
1: So she. Yeah. No purse, no shoes.
0: Yeah. So she gets out. And then the mom, I guess, got off the phone really quick and saw her drive away. And she said she got the feeling that that'd be the last time she ever saw her, which was true. But I don't know. Do we? I I don't always believe in people. Yeah, hindsight, have those, hindsight
1: is twenty twenty. Yeah, it's like I, looking okay. back. Oh, I knew it. I knew that was the last time.
0: We come across a lot of that on unsolved mysteries, and I'm like, ah, eh, I don't buy it. I think they call uh, that
2: in the supernatural world
0: premonitions,
2: Idiosyncrasies.
0: secret Sync- synchronicities. Synchronicities.
1: synchronicities.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so synchronicity, which is a really
1: good police album. Whoa, Robert Downey Jr. sang a song with the police, and he hung out with Thor?
0: Whoa.
1: <laughs> I knew it.
0: Did he really sing a song with the police? God damn it. No, we can't. I, I, Dude, it's really – yeah, it's, I don't it's, care. It's, don't tell me. <laughs> we're talking about murder. It's really good. It's really good. Um, uh, Synchronicity, bro. It's all connected. <laughs> so, so she gets picked up by this guy in a car. She has no purse. She's barefoot. They get in a fight. Um, and, uh, he drops her off apparently. And that's the last time anybody ever saw her. I do want to, let's point out that we never know the boyfriend's name, which I always think is kind of weird. Um, they never mention anything about him and he's just like, Oh, this is a mystery. Uh, maybe we should look at Dude, this fool.
1: Maddox just scared the crap out of me. He just, I saw something in the corner of my eye and I come over here and he's like, <laughs> Sup? Can't, they can't oh. even see you because you're up, behind Mike? the microphone. He looks like
0: a microphone. What's up, dude? <laughs> What's up? Mm-hmm. Cool. That's a cool shirt, man. You're you're gonna you should go surf. we going to go surf. Yeah, what are you doing up? He's going to go surf.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, hey, ask, how, how's this summer going? He left. What a doo-doo face.
0: I was like, you just look like a microphone. What are you doing? The cops go around and ask her uh, friends if they know anything and all the friends say the same thing that she was having trouble at home. The mom denies this and she says that it's all, um you know, she was like, oh, she was, you know, like, like that was home life was least of the problems. Like, like she was, I guess she got a new role or she was planning on going to California and she would have been there for a while. And And she was like, no, there was like nothing keeping her like, you know, she didn't buy the vibe she didn't buy that she ran away from home because of them, but we don't know. We don't know what went on in that house. She was a crazy fucking stage mom. So honestly, who knows? Um, and she was hanging out with Drew Carey. Yeah, she was (laughs) Drew Carey's. She was, uh, she was Craig, she was Craig Ferguson's fucking secretary. And she was always getting into fights with Drew Carey. So, uh, anyway, so, (laughs) So, that's the last time anybody saw her, and uh, Wing leaves us with the freaky, like, she saw something or knew something that she shouldn't have known, and that's what happened.
2: But could she have seen something? I mean, what if she fell victim to one of those sex cults in Hollywood?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we'll get into some of the rumors.
2: Yeah, I
1: was thinking about that, too.
0: Wing regrets um not taking her paranoia seriously because she did just go missing. The mom thinks that she's either dead or doesn't remember who she is. And I don't believe she was that far gone, but who knows? No. I mean, some of the stuff they say about her not recognizing them is pretty alarming. But this is a crazy case. Um Eli, you did send me that Reddit, which is a – what do they call it? A Hollywood blind where it's just like – yeah. A blind Hollywood? I don't know. I think what it means is. I don't is, understand. I think what it is is people that post stories about people in Hollywood, uh, like fucked up shit that goes on in Hollywood without actually using their real names. But also, it, well, it did kind of read like fan fiction. Yeah. And um,
1: it could have been anything. It could have been somebody that knew about the case that like created this fictional story. Yeah. Anyways, the Reddit post, if you, if you Google her name and just Google, like look up her Reddit, there's a theory out there that says that there's they potentially know what happened to her. um it's a whole long story. We won't even get into it, but it's just so well, like I'm kinda
2: curious is like what if she did see something like you know
0: that's what this story's about it 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 goes into detail because apparently there's
2: a lot of sketchy shit that happens in Hollywood,
0: like well, apparently the story yeah. Uh, Apparently, this story is uh, this actor that she met on spring break is the person who murdered her is what they say. And this guy's name was – the actor's name is Paul Land. He died in 2007. He didn't have a huge career, but he was like in TV movies and stuff. You know. Apparently, didn't it say that the story came from his his nephew, Paul Land's nephew?
1: I don't remember where the source of the story came from.
0: Basically, what it says is they that's the person that they met. That's the person she met on spring break and it was Paul Land. she went out with him. She learned that he was trying to be an actor, but he was also a drug dealer and um, some drug deal went bad. And apparently Paul land like murdered somebody in front of her. And she got, it says that she was covered in blood and that she started freaking out after that. And then, um, and then I guess he, because of her paranoia, he got worried about it. And um, the day of the killing, um she, he followed this car that dropped, uh, dropped, and it was just chance that she got dropped off without shoes and just needed a ride. And apparently, the story goes is that he said, "Let's go fuck on the beach," and um, he they took and that uh, she agreed, and that um, he some somehow murdered her, just, like and, drowned her and set her out to sea, and, okay, and left her in a swamp, but right?
1: I I I I have some holes in that. Remember, okay. So, the entire story that Wing and her mom paint is that she was paranoid, right? She's paranoid of getting killed by the same guy. Yeah, that she and this story reads like the fan else.
0: fiction, just like perfectly yeah, fitting everything and so. In all the okay,
1: ways. and not just that, but would you willingly? If would you willingly go with the man who happens to pull up next to you, that asks you for a ride, wants to go? on the beach. Yeah. You're going to go with this guy who Did you saw some murder somebody yeah. who you've been scared of. Yeah. No, absolutely not.
0: But, it, but at the same time, it could just be that perfect mixture of actual like intrigue and her getting into some shit that she, sh- that she shouldn't have got into and her mental illness.
2: Or what if, cause like it says that like the dude that dropped her off in the parking lot said that they got into an argument because as far as he could go was, what was it? A uh, Fort Lauderdale or something like that. Um, and they, he dropped her off in the parking lot. That dude
0: was like, that dude was another, that dude was like a boyfriend that was more her age, right? Right.
2: Yeah. But is there a possibility that after he dropped her off, this dude was like following her once the parking lot was empty, just came in and like forcibly, forcibly abducted. There's no witnesses. There were no cameras. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean. And then he could have, he could have just like lightened the story up and been like, yeah, and no, like she, she, wanted she, willing, yeah. And, yeah. she wanted it, yeah. but in reality, I mean, He's like lighting up the wanted, story yeah. that ends
0: with him killing her. I mean, why, why even bother? But it, it's a pretty lengthy post. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a Reddit. There was another Reddit um, about the case that I didn't have a chance to get into. But this, this is definitely an interesting one. All I,
1: okay, so all I know is there's a couple of theories, right? Okay. Like I mean, yeah, I mean that's the big long scenarios. story.
0: But is there any other? I didn't really. That's the only thing. There's, only I mean, there's, there's a couple
1: other scenarios that could have gone down, right? So,
0: all right, let's run through them.
1: She could, she could really have had a mental illness and a mental breakdown and nothing is wrong with her. But then what happened to her? Yeah. She could have really saw something and all the I don't do, but really like what happened to her? Like even even in any of these. So the other one I was going to say is that even if she could have really,
0: even if she really sees something though, some of those, some of the things they say are like obvious signs of paranoia. Like. Like, how how would this guy be poisoning you in your own home that your mom bought at the store? Like, it's just, you know. Right, right. Like, even common sense. But still, she's a teenager. Dude, I don't know, man.
2: Unless he paid her mom to kill her. Teenagers are
0: dumb. Yeah. I mean, she was no longer placing it. I'm just kidding. That's my new theory. The mom did it. No. But, I mean. Yeah, it
1: could have been. It could have been the mom. It could have been the guy who took her. Yeah. And something could have happened to her and.
0: What about wing could have been wings? Th- no, th- Prince. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was wing. It was him. The wing the theory. No, no, no. He was 11 <laughs> <laughs> on the porch with the baseball bat. <laughs> um. Yeah. Tammy Lynn Lee Wait, no. And this is unsolved. This is not,
1: this is not, there's no update. There's nothing. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Like Dan said, she could have, she could have been some kind of some sex cult. She could have had some But she was in Florida honesty. when she went missing.
0: Um another yeah. weird thing is I'm that saying
1: that, when she left and she came back. Like
0: if if, if we go the full psychosis route she just like swims into the ocean. You'd still, the body would still wash up. Right. I mean, mm. I don't know.
2: Eventually. sink, Unless she was eaten by a shark. It depends on the time. Oh
0: yeah. Didn't it say in that <clears> radio, <throat> in that thing, it said that she was dumped um in a swamp and the shark and, and sharks and alligators would have taken care of it. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Allig- alligators are aggressive in Florida. It, if you go, yeah. Hey, if you go lower to, um, to new Orleans, the water's too cold. They lazy. But in Florida, water's warm. They will fuck you up.
1: Yeah. It would have been more poignant if she had said, see you later, alligator, when she said bye to her mom. I knew she's never coming back. Yeah, Florida Florida's riddled with them man. Yeah, and a, this was in Cocoa Beach, child which eaten. by the way, I've been to. Cocoa Beach is a lovely beach. I lo- I, I want to go back. <clears> I'm awesome. sure that's Great. the I'm sure the, the only the nice part
0: of Cocoa Beach is the actual beach itself. <laughs> we know nothing about Tammy Lynn, which sucks. Um but maybe this dead actor kill, I don't know. I feel like there's not really any heat to that rumor because I feel like that shit somebody would have picked that up and been like Paul list, you know. Yeah. A little known actor is a murderer? You know. Um Uh there's a guy in The Exorcist who uh fucking murdered a dude Murder? after ha- after doing sex and having dr- drugs. After having dr- having drugs and doing sex to him all night. After having sex <laughs> after and doing drugs. After doing drugs, drugs all night. and having sex? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he's in The Exorcist. He murdered a dude. You know Matthew Broderick killed the guy. Matthew Broderick <laughs> killed the guy. We gotta mention it every episode. It, it was crazy that and the I, guy actually, from the ex- I think it was a, a mom and a daughter, so I don't actually think it was a guy. But I could be wrong.
2: Killed a person. Ooh. Or a couple.
0: He ruined a family. God damn it. The uh
2: <laughs> the guy from the Exorcist. That joke's not funny anymore. Uh-huh. The, yeah, the murderer from the exorcist in uh, one of the special features. It's interesting because. Uh,
0: well, we watched that. We watched the cursed movies. That's what they were talking about. Uh, and,
2: and they were talking about. their cursed like. Cursed films. Really cool. He was an actual x-ray tech. And like the supervisor of him was like, oh, yeah. Like he was he was really quiet. great. Really quiet. Friendly. Great at mm-hmm. his job.
0: There's like a scene where they like do something. Like brutally
2: murdered a dude.
0: <laughs> There's a scene where they do like a brain scan to the little girl. And everyone doing that shit is an. They actually do that. Like, it's a real doctor and real technicians. I thought that was kind of cool. What's up, guys? Just jumping in here to tell you about the Spook Troop, which is my other podcast where I sit down with uh, friends and we watch scary movies, uh, real original. But it's been pretty fun this summer. We watched all the Scream movies. Uh, We just finished Scream 3. Scream 4 is coming out next week. Um, All those movies are streaming on various platforms. And they're really fun look at the 90s and that whole... Metaculture. Um, and we're going to have some fun movies coming up in the later months. So, uh, check out the spook troop on Spotify, Apple podcasts, ditcher, wherever you can get podcasts. Um, and yeah, enjoy. So back to the stack pack. Bye. Okay. Let's get into some weird now, guys. We're going to talk about aliens over the Hudson Valley, <sighs> aliens over the Hudson Valley from 1983 to 1986.
1: 1889.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. That's I. Ha- that's exactly what my notes say. But I was looking at it from kind of far. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So Hudson Valley, well educated. So I mean, I don't know. We, we, when we talk about these UFO cases, it's kind of like, uh, how do you tell the story? Like, it's just people telling telling. It's just, it's just talking heads of people saying their experiences. So, I mean, let's just run down the list. First, we meet the family man, uh, Dennis Sant. Right, Dennis Sant yep. had a bunch of kids. He's standing out there with his son, who's like, "What's that?" Um, and
1: uh, <laughs> and yeah. By the way, he was the highest ranking deputy of Putnam County.
0: Yeah, but it, it was weird because it said that he was he was like, "Oh yeah, Dennis was in local government, but he was also a cop." Oh yeah, I guess local government's just I, like a part time.
1: I guess. They did talk about how the Hudson Valley, the Hudson River Valley, is like you said, affluent. It's um, I like the word that Stack used was cosmopolitan. Oh yeah, he
0: said that it was yeah, nice cosmopolitan retirees. Yeah, well educated, well educated too. Like okay, Stack, we get it. I, I
1: I I don't know. I think he's just trying to give credibility. He's just saying <laughs> that these guys went to college and they're not stupid.
0: Back backwoods hillbillies. It's that like normal UFO thing, like. I swear to God, these people are like respectable, normal humans. They're not, you know, they're not full of shit. Okay. We get it. We get it. What's funny is like they debunked a lot of these sightings, um, because of, uh, planes that would fly in, uh, tight formations. And apparently it was a hoax. Like some, uh, fighter pirates were doing this on purpose, but uh, it, the story is not quite that simple, is it? Um, no, not at all. So Dennis Sant, like we said, the local deputy, he's standing out there with his son and he sees this huge, like, two football field long, uh, well, how does he dis- how does he describe it? Dark gray metallic looking thing with a bunch of lights and his dad, and his son was like freak, his son was like mesmerized, uh, just like he was and his daughters were out there and they kind of like, weren't vibing it. And they like freaked out and they went inside.
1: Went inside. And he
0: said that him and his son were like drawn under the craft and they kind of followed it to the end of the backyard. And he said at first he had this like calming, good feeling about having an encounter with an alien or, you know, or like seeing this ship and having this encounter. And then he immediately had like a dreadful, terrifying feeling about Just it. Just the heebie-jeebies, <laughs> yeah, he man. Got the that's what you call ma My fucking heebie-jeebies. <laughs> uh, which is, yeah it's Yeah.
1: Okay. That, that, as a matter of fact, that would have been really funny if he had said that. I got heebie-jeebies like a like a ma
0: Yeah, he had. Yeah, it. It. What. What was like? Was, what was like? Pure like amazement and wonder turned to immediate fright. As another way of explaining it, um, he's and then the scary ass thoughts started racing through his head. Like they're gonna land and fucking pulverize us or murder us and you know who knows what he he's he was just explaining that. The, yeah, it was uh, it was nothing You're probe good. Probe me. Thinking. It was like I'm gonna get raped by aliens, or the Mars attacks route where they're like they come out and everyone's like, oh, they're they're kind of cute, and then they just start fucking blasting everybody. That's what I was picturing. Yeah, him and his son watched this thing for about 20 minutes, and then uh, a couple miles away, traffic was literally stopped in the road because everybody was looking at it. So March 24th, which was about a week after, uh, this cop named Andy sat off. Andy.
1: Who looks like Janice from Friends.
0: Oh, that's okay. You sent me the picture and I was like, I, I couldn't quite. The one with the loud voice. The one, uh, I fucking, I'm not a Friends fan. Yeah.
1: And then Chandler, Chandler said friends. he was moving to Yemen no to get away from her.
0: <laughs> friends, the TV show.
1: Oh, no, we're Seinfeld all the way, yeah, but yeah. no, she did remind me of fucking Janice from friends.
0: I, what I was, I was thinking on a more like style level. I was like, girl, you have way too good of a tan to have that like pink. Lipstick, like it, it looked so weird. She (laughs) didn't look like a cop at all. I didn't, I did not get that cop vibe. No, she didn't. But when she started talking, but
1: apparently, she was a police, she was a 10 year veteran. She was a 10 year police veteran. When she started talking,
0: though, um, yeah, she sounded like uh, I got the cop vibes for sure. Um, so she was just on a normal patrol, she was set up trying to catch speeders. (laughs) she said she saw what she thought were planes like coming over a tree, but then she noticed how large the mass was. And, um, and then she, that's what she said. And she's, <laughs> and she says the lights were alternating green and white color. Like, uh, so green and white, no sound, which is the thing that everybody says, which is the creepiest thing. Cause everyone thought it was a yeah. bunch of, uh, planes, you know, in close quarters, like fighter jets or whatever. And, uh, that shit would be loud as fuck. And she said it was just hovering over her. Super huge. Um, and then she hears a report on the radio that, like, oh, we're saying something. And then she's like, unit five to base. I see it, too. It's hovering over my car. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going to follow it. And she uh, yeah, she, she she explains that she didn't have time to get scared. <laughs> I would be fucking terrified. She's got balls. But I guess it's just the adrenaline. Like she said, she's like, frightened? No. <laughs> It's weird, like like usually in unsolved mysteries, you can never catch the questions that the people are asking, you know, because they do a pretty Mm -hmm. good job. But she was there's this one part where she's just like frightened. No, I wasn't. (laughs) So Ed Burns, he's another guy who saw some shit, and he said it was a flying city. And we know he's trustworthy because he worked for IBM. I don't know, um, senior manager retired. Yeah. So he said – he explained it as a flying city. He couldn't think of anything else to uh, explain it as. He said he was driving outside of town and his radio started getting all shitty before, right before he saw it. And then he sees it and um, he said it was one solid piece of a chevron shape. And again, no noise. So he said he, – yeah, he says it was one solid piece. This is where we get the alternating uh, – um, Opinions of people. Some people think that it was definitely like a cluster of planes and stuff, that it wasn't one full thing with lights on it. So he'd actually joined a group of drivers, people that were just like, what the fuck? And he said that he was like talking to this guy next to him, and the man wouldn't answer. He's like, look how huge! This is incredible! That's crazy. <laughs> Whoa, look at that. And the guy just didn't say any words, but the reenactment is so funny. And then he grabbed him
1: by the shoulders and shook him and was like, why won't you fucking yeah. answer me? <laughs>
0: what is going on? I would have thought like the aliens uh, hypnotized them and I'm the only one that's immune to their hypnotizing. And this guy just got hypnotized. Yeah. But the reenactment was so funny. It was like, he just like asked like five questions completely in a row. Didn't give him a chance to answer. <laughs> This is the most interesting sighting for me because there's these two cops. Um, one runs up in the reenactment. He's like, Oh, the whole town's going crazy. And then they both see this fly right over the police station. And one cop says that it was one full object with a bunch of lights. And the other cop said that it was definitely like clusters of lights and that there wasn't an, a full object. Like it was, it was small objects. And, but he doesn't say, he doesn't want to say it's a UFO or a plane. He's like, I'd like to see it again because I don't know. I don't know what I saw. Everyone was calling in. Like, everyone was calling in. These are the cool UFO sightings to me when it's like a whole fucking town. Like, when we talked about, what was it, like in Norway or Holland or Denmark or something? Or
2: how about the oh, one in Florida yeah. where they created a whole music video for it? Yeah. UFO.
0: That's a good one. UFO. These two cops. I never saw that, did I? Yeah. The Gulf Breeze UFO, remember? Oh yeah, the UFO. Gulf Breeze one. Yeah, wait, I remember. I remember UFO. now. it's a golf Breeze UFO. I remember. It's a golf Breeze UFO. I don't know. I might be. <laughs> I might be adding it on. Adding on to it now. I know. I'm totally not making off. it any. Totally off. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. I'm not making it any worse. You might be even doing it justice. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad. So yeah, these two cops standing right next to each other see different things. That's pretty cool. So some people are seeing a circular object. Some people are seeing a boomerang, boomerang shaped object. Um Maybe that means that there's two different crafts they're seeing, or maybe one is planes and one's UFOs. I think, I think that's more likely. Um, it's, the, it's
1: the flying V, the mighty ducks yeah. UFO.
0: So let's talk about Anthony Capaldi. He's the air traffic controller who noticed, um, what the f- groups of planes looked like. And, and he says he he's pretty, he's got a pretty interesting observation, I think, because he's like, he's like, he noticed the formation and he said that it's a really tight formation and it was maybe f- two football fields wide. So that checks out. And he says, it's possible that it could look like a UFO, but it'd be really hard to make that mistake because it's so loud, you know, especially a thousand. That's feet crazy. Up. Yeah. Like dude that, you know, you know how loud planes are, especially, yeah, planes like that. Yeah. So, and, and people that saw the planes in the weeks to come, pe- uh, um, s- like they could tell the difference and, and the hoax part of it is interesting too, because one of, one of the guys even says, uh, he's like, yeah, the, the UFOs were here before the hoax started though. Like these guys went out in their planes and they were, they thought it was funny or whatever. But, um. The hoax was them trying to make people think they were UFOs. Um and uh even Stack says when they you know, when they asked the people that apparently did the hoax to do it again, they said they couldn't. They're like, We're not gonna tell you our names because we were flying way too close together when we were doing that stupid shit.
1: Yeah. And it was like um violating FAA regulations.
0: Yeah, or... so they didn't even they didn't even attempt it again. So yeah, I I, I don't know. I think I think um, the little the hoax was like in response to people of uh, seeing shit up in the sky. They're like, "Hey, that'd be funny," you know. That, that's kind of what I think.
1: And then they made it. Yeah, I could see that. Like, it put the idea in their head. It put the idea in their head. Like, oh yeah, maybe we should continue these and maybe make people think that you know there's more sightings.
0: The, the way the first dude explains it, it like by the you know he says like metallic and gr- 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 gritter? Like like, it, like industrial gray material is the way he explains it, you know, with lights. And that's sort of what it looks like, but if I think he explains it better. But it's definitely a physical object, so I don't know. I think there's lots of things over the, sky, the skies. In, you guys uh, ready to have your minds blown? In New York.
2: Did, did you say blown? Yeah. So those UFO sightings sure. were f- test flights of the B-2 bomber.
1: Really? No, I don't buy it. It's did what? It's way too loud. There's no way it can coast. They
2: have a glide feature uh, for when they go into stealth mode. I'm
0: just yeah, but it would still me. it would still, still be you. going so fast. I mean, I it, just it's fucking with you. It's a good it's a good theory, but it's like actually it, aliens are ready, real You ready we,
2: for <laughs> you ready for your mind to be really blown? Did you say blown? Yeah, say blown again. Blown. John Lennon talked about this shit. No, yeah. John Lennon. There is a video on YouTube of John Lennon recounting his experience of seeing a UFO in the Hudson
1: River Valley.
0: Are you serious about is that? Is it re- really? serious?
2: There is a Reddit that is specifically dedicated to Hudson River Valley UFO sightings.
1: And John Lennon well, is uh all I know is the government said that the UFOs are real, so
0: they didn't say the UFOs were real, they showed a video and, and they said, I don't we don't know what this thing is. Well, I mean, technically they, no, they are
2: saying UFOs say are true. real, which is true because they it's said, unidentified they said, and it's a flying object.
0: They said one unidentified flying object is they can't explain.
2: <laughs> which which is true. Like it, it that is that is true. fact. They don't know what it is. There's something that was there.
0: That's what they're saying. I don't think they're like, "Yep, aliens are here, motherfuckers! Put on your tinfoil hats." <laughs> I disagree. So, the last thing I want to talk about in this little segment is the uh, the two vid- vid- videotapes, videotapes. <laughs> I don't know why it's like that. The video, the videos, yes, the two, the VHS tapes, the two videotapes. We see one where the guy thinks it's a UFO and it looks very circular, and then the other um, where it's. Actually, for sure, 100% planes because he says he can hear them.
1: Hey, I made and, this on the Sega CD. Eh? Yeah.
0: And he's saying he can hear it. <laughs> and it's, uh, I think those are interesting. The circular ones are weird. But, um, and they say a lot of people looked at it and authenticated it. And, you know, they said they couldn't explain it, but also it's a fucking grainy ass tape. How come we don't see anybody on their iPhone 11 pluses? filming ufos right that's what i wonder too or porn what the fuck come on guys put some quality put some lighting in there (laughs) jesus
2: yeah let's see some amateur 4k iphone porn
0: i want to see some good scripts yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) over here up there i saw a ufo and it went down the river turned right at the united nations (laughs) turned left and then down the river it wasn't a helicopter it wasn't a balloon and it was so near and you look what, sort of uh, round, white, decent like, and silent. Uh, silent, and it looked dark, like black or gray in the middle, and had white lights, just looked like light bulbs, you know? Just going off, on, off, on, off, on, blink, 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 blink round the b- bottom, and on top was a red
0: light. Damn. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and that was over the Hudson River Valley? I mean, I know he lived in fucking New York, but... How do we know where that video was taken? Uh well, there's, according, there's American it, reporter. You can tell the reporters are American, huh?
2: Yeah. So that came off of a It's on Reddit. YouTube.
0: It's it's called uh John Lennon I Saw a UFO. <laughs> That's the, fun. That's
2: funny. The fun. user deleted uh, is no longer on uh on the forum, but it Reddit. says this is wild. This is John Lennon's experience watching a brightly lit UFO go down the Hudson in the early 1970s.
0: <laughs> early 1970s, too. Damn. That was like 10 years before these uh, sightings started. <laughs> that's that's really, really neat. That's a cool find, Dan. I like that. Anything more to add about these UFOs? We do, just, we do just love UFOs. Know. That's super cool that John Lennon saw a UFO in the same the John area. John Lennon. <laughs>
1: I swear I saw it on the Hudson. I saw it on the Hudson,
0: I swear. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, it was right there. It was right there. there. I don't know why I'm getting him in Australia, I it. Yeah, you sound
1: super Australian. (laughs) I I, I jumped down to Australia today. (laughs) I've got some dingoes and some. uh,
0: It crossed and went to the United Nations. Uh, yeah, that's super Some funny. Yeah, he's, he's like laughing about it. He's like, "Yeah, it's just silent, circular, <clears throat> fucking weird." <laughs> <laughs> I'm John Lennon. No one's gonna blame me, but that's what I saw. Um, so see, so the next case is fucking weird. Um, Da-da-da. Da-da-da.
1: Da-da-da. Poor poor man's poor man's Indiana Jones over here. <laughs> Can't even hijack a plane, right?
0: Um, I don't, you think he was trying to hijack it? I think he just was trying to fucking home a ride. I think oh he was just God. trying to go home. I don't know what he was trying to do. So this story's fucking wild. Did, uh, before we start, did anybody do any, like, further reading on this? I'm about to. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll tell the story and maybe I'll cut this out. So, cause I don't know. I just know this. All right. So this, yeah. Weird as shit. September 30th of 1991, Paducah County, Paducah, Kentucky? Paducah, Kentucky. Paducah, Paducah, Kentucky. So after 6 p.m. on a small airfield, this guy walks up to a, an employee at the airfield. His name was Wes Weaver. He's a clean cut, uh, kid. Seems like a nice guy. Um, he said that he, this dude was acting desperate. He didn't seem like he was fucked up on drugs or drunk or anything. He just seemed, uh, <laughs> his seemed- exact words. I didn't think he was fucked up. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I Davidized that a little bit. But, um, he did seem fucking scared and he, and he needed like a ride on a plane. He needed to get out of Dodge is what it seemed like. I think he even says that in the reenactment. I gotta get out of Dodge. Um, he even like said, Hey, I got this jacket. You want to trade this jacket? Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> and like, he's like, no, I can't. You can't just wander up to a private airfield and ask for a fucking plane ride to anywhere. What are you talking about? He didn't say that, but I'm saying that. Um, he eventually convinced the guy to leave and yeah. So 30 minutes later, he's driving uh, outside of the airfield, Wes, when he sees this guy, same jacket. He recognizes jacket right away. So he slows down a little bit, and he sees this guy run and vault, fucking vault over. (laughs) Did you see that in the rear This guy runs and vaults over the gate and just starts running in the airfield. (laughs) And it's got a barbed wire. It's barbed wire on there, right? Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. That's what they put around the the airfields. They want to keep people out.
0: Yeah, it's can just expensive be running as up shit. on planes. So um, this guy proceeded to run up on a plane, uh, <laughs> vaulted over the gate, yeah. ran, ran eight hundred feet. Um, they, the investigators were talking about how impressive this is when they figured out they they never see him jump onto the fucking wing of the plane, but that's mu- what he must have done. Dude, the balls on this guy. Dude, I know what the fuck was he getting away from,
1: dude? How? Okay, first of all, does he know? Does he know where this plane is going? No, I don't
0: think so. We do because they tell us
1: this guy's plan was just to hop over a fence and hold on for dear life.
0: So he was on his way on to an pl- airplane. So the plane was on his way to Memphis. So this guy immediately radios security when he sees him running. And uh, a couple were 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 the, they were, I guess they were at their house. The only other two people to see this guy was this couple. And they're very, 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 very white trash. I can say it. I'm white. It's fine. They were, they were very, maybe not trash. They were super little, uh, hick ish. Is that offensive to whatever? I don't know. Who cares? (laughs) So, um, a little bit of a redneck vibey couple, um, were the only other witnesses. They said they were standing in the yard. She said she saw the guy run up to the side of the plane, but like I said, we, no one saw him actually get on it. And then he, they didn't see him again. The, it was commuter flight 2940 going to Memphis. It was cleared for takeoff. The lady sees it go into the air and then she just sees something fucking drop from this motherfucking plane. And she runs over and she turns over to tell, uh, Papa, cause that's what she calls her kid's dad. Papa, I think, I think something fell from that plane. so a search party commences they're trying to find this guy um and once they come up upon a section of fence that is imploded and they see a dead ass body at the bottom of the fence they (laughs) found their dude (laughs) this guy was real real dead case solved dude he was quite quite dead this seems avoidable anyway um (laughs) so he didn't have any ID um his blood test came back negative for drugs and alcohol. Uh, our second uh, person on this episode to not be on drugs and alcohol. Dude. What a waste. I have,
1: I'm, gonna, I'm about to <laughs> blow your mind. I'm about to blow your mind. It, this is actually more connected to the first one than you think.
0: Oh, shit. And apparently he was a fucking babe. <laughs> oh, he was a babe. He was tanned. Oh, dude, this, this medical examiner loves talking about pubes. <laughs> Dude, he loves it. (laughs) He loves talking about pubes. Anyway, he says the guy was tanned, but no tan line, and he was buff, and he had a swimmer's cut. His pubes were in—not his head. (laughs) His pubes were a swimmer's cut. I need to know what this looks like. Um, But uh, uh, but he just said that it was like he was groomed. (laughs) He was groomed to where he would be shaven under tiny underwears.
1: If you're a swimmer and you listen to us, and your pubes are trimmed. Send us pics,
0: yeah. <laughs> David wants to see. I want to see. <laughs> show me how you trim them swimmy pubes. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> what I'm assuming. Come on, will repost them on our story? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe he's a good fighter, and like he's just aerodynamic when he fights. Yeah. He wants to make sure no-
0: And do we ever get confirmation? The- like the pube guy. Yes. The pube guy no, says I- that he was a Chippendale. Um, or no, something he, like it.
1: No, he was not. Which is, this is the worst. Like, why would you automatically go to that? He's like, he's like, town? there was
0: there was a Chippendale style like mm. dance group of buff men in town. So we, uh, yeah, he must, he got, he's got to be a part he's, of that. He, game. He's got to, Yeah. Did you see these? <laughs> but these pubes though, they're like you're the only one who's going with that Chippendale angle, buddy. You, he might know you said you've said pubes <laughs> seventeen times in the past three minutes no, I haven't he might he
1: might have just liked he might have just gotten maybe he was just a good looking dude and had a lot of attention and women saw
0: his hog well we're gonna go for a, we're gonna go for a different angle there, but the pubes. <laughs> I mean what was life like in
1: 92? I mean I would imagine pe- dudes were still trying to bang women like Yeah, yeah right?
0: Like was it so different? Like were some people or groomed men. and some it
1: people Could have been men.
0: Yeah. It could have been that it could have been that he liked men and he was just trying to like Was it so different than, than it is now? Some people are more groomed than others? What? What is this? He must have been a performer. Am I a Chippendales dancer because I use the number two clippers on my on my pubic
1: region? No, absolutely not. I do it because I want it to look aesthetically pleasing for my wife. Yeah. I don't do it for any. Of th- yeah. You know, Chippendales dancer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if they found you dead and you did a little bit of manscaping, they're like, oh, my goodness. He oh, was a this porn man star. was a stripper. No. Oh, he yes. plucked
1: his eyebrows. He's got to be a homosexual.
0: Oh, I can tell. <laughs> this guy has designer clothes. Good. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he was a tanned babe, um, with pubes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a Chippendales type group. Yeah. uh it's Sorry, what one of my notes literally says he loves talking about pubes. Um. So the name inscribed on his jacket belonged to Lieutenant L.F. Price. Um, and it uh, it also said A.S.A.F. on his jacket, which is what Air Force. Um, yes, and they couldn't find yes. this person, which is weird. And like, uh, like we mentioned earlier, these guys are just impressed. All the investigators—they're like two minutes to jump a gate, run eight hundred feet, jump on a plane, <laughs> and also, um, you know, seconds after it started going, that ship on the ground was going one hundred twenty miles an hour, and then it pumped up to one hundred ninety by the time they got into the air. And he thinks that uh, – and they estimate that he got – um that they got up to three – between 3,000 and 3,500 feet before he dropped. Jesus. Ugh, what a what way to go, man. What the fuck was this guy running from? I mean the, the only update Unsolved Mysteries tells us is they were able to find out his name, 28-year-old Brian Duker. And yeah, uh, that's so I'll all- tell you what,
1: man that 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 pub- that trimmed pubic hair did not help him be more aerodynamic in the air. I'll tell you that, or maybe,
0: did it? I mean, he could have. I mean, he fell pretty faster. quickly. Yeah, he could have.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, I do have an update on this. Um, a little bit more than what we were given in the episode. Nice. So, in 1997, a woman named Dee Dwecker. Dwecker she watched a repeat broadcast and believed the man was her son. He was a 28 year old marathon runner and he was last seen four days before the incident. Right. So September 26th, when his sister visited him in uh, Cincinnati, he, she was like, got getting a vibe of like, this guy's acting really weird. So he was like cleaning his apartment. He was like acting very like not himself. And he, she, she used the words preoccupied. She's like, he was very preoccupied. And that she felt that she was acting, he was acting strange, so she left the apartment. Well, the next day, the dad—I guess she called the dad and was like, "Hey, you know, Brian's not acting himself. Go check him out." The dad went to go look at the apartment, but he was gone, and he left a note. And the note mentioned that he was going west. He was like, "I, "I need to go mountain climbing. I just, I just gotta go." So. That was it. They, that was the last they saw of him. They never saw him again. The family reported him missing soon after and they actually thought that the guy that fell was him. And the, the police were like, no, it, it, the, the investigators were like, no, it's not him. It doesn't, it doesn't match the description is what they
0: said. He wasn't a Chippendale's dancer, so, was he? No, it's yeah. not him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. But dude, he was a, a marathon, marathon runner? runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't yes. be. That, that, be. That, this
2: guy's a Chippendale.
0: This guy ran 800 feet in like, under two minutes, nope Marathon uh, no, no.
2: hey, a marathon
1: runner couldn't do that. A Chippendale
0: could. I mean, I think yeah. they both probably So could. this and was anyway.
1: this was like right away, dude. This all happened that same year and they were like dismissing it. They were what? like, no, it's not him. Yeah. So anyways so they wouldn't even like test it? They said that it just didn't he didn't match the description, is what they said. So she was like super convinced that it was that it was Brian. So after an article the uh, from the Paducah son about him. She contacted the writer of the Pado- of from Paducah and forwarded a photograph of Brian to investigators. And finally in June of 1999 fingerprints confirmed that it was him. Dude, it took eight years
0: for That's this to come fucking down. Come insane. Through.
1: Like they, they could have solved it right away, but okay. So I'm sure remember, they had
0: I'm sure they had his DNA on file to, well, maybe not back then or like fingerprints on file to like, you know, Because he's a Jane, he's a John Doe at that point. Dude,
1: well, they they used to dig up all the bodies. Why not just dig them up? Just
0: dig them up. So there's no, there's no like other reason. So hold on, he would do that. Yes,
1: no, okay. Okay, So check this out. Remember, I mentioned to you that this actually ties into the first one more than you thought, more than we thought. He was diagnosed as paranoid schizophrenic.
0: Oh shit! Yeah. So is this just like a crazy elaborate suicide? No, it wasn't a planned suicide. No, he,
1: he was just – he was wanting to go to the mountains. He was just wanting to get out of town, and he's like, I got to go. He was having a
2: schizophrenic episode where he was under the delusion that someone was after him, and he had to do anything Dude, possible he was, to get so out of town. So check this out.
1: He was diagnosed at at 22, a, di- a paranoid schizophrenic, and the, the incident happened, and he was 28. So six years of him dealing with this. And he had also had – um, difficulty separating his imagination from reality is what they said. And
2: often believed that someone was following him.
0: Oh, really? So
1: they believed, they believed that his mental issues explained why he acted so strange and jumped on the plane.
0: That's so fucking weird and scary and freaky, like what your own mind can make you think. It reminds me of that story about the guy who just walked into the woods in Arizona. Fuck, dude.
1: Dude. Chip and Dale's dancer, he was not. But he was a marathon runner, which explains why he was able to jump
2: and run and so And scale
1: the – and run so fast. Yeah. Brian Dwecker. Yeah, Seeing that
2: he was able to run and jump onto a plane that was doing – how fast was it at takeoff? hundred and what?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, by the time it left the ground and was going to 120, I think is what they said. And then by the t- – and then – um, By the time it was at three thousand feet, where they think he jumped, it was going about one hundred and ninety. So, so, so he this probably, guy could have ran one hundred and twenty miles an hour for a no. brief second. <laughs> it's making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but 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 I was trying to like in my head think of like damn, damn like how much how fast would he like actually? He probably was running like I don't know what what's the fastest a human can run. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Twenty miles question. an
0: hour. I don't know.
1: We should test. He that. was
0: running pretty fucking fast. If he could get it, I mean, it, it could have been going pretty slow. But I mean, had, I don't know, because the the hick lady says. I mean, we know it happened, which is crazy. But the the hick lady says that she didn't actually see him get on the wing. But like, how long was he, he said on the, hick the wing lady.
2: <laughs> and before that plane took off? Like, I'm curious.
0: Yeah, and I yeah, want to know. No I want to know oh, that fucking. I have so many questions about the pilot.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Like. Right. He the pilot that there was had a, to something. See Did he know or there, there was a guy? Something? Yeah, it was a small plane. I'm pretty sure the weight. There's something on the wing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Twilight uh, zone the, episode. They
2: would have noticed it on takeoff, like because you know that wing would have been not had the same aerodynamics as the other wing, so they would have had to correct for some type of pitch or a roll. So he had to know something was up.
0: Maybe. So you think maybe he was he was correcting himself, but like he didn't actually. N- know that there was something on the wing. It was she just like, noticed, oh, like huh. yeah, I mean, yeah. Like that extra weight on the
2: wing would have caused the plane to want to tip that way or would it affect the aerodynamics. Maybe
1: this plane feels off. <laughs> this plane feels off a little bit. I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll the other way. Brian falls off. Oh, that's better. <laughs>
0: well, they said, I think everything <laughs> happened in the span of like a minute or two. So it, like shit. And maybe just as soon as they got airborne and the wing started, floating it was just like there was there the the wings started tilting they were already that fucking high i mean i guess at any height really going that fast he would have been fucked so i mean dude
1: yeah i don't know crazy but yeah isn't it just mental illness so just
0: so just another example of people uh decades ago not uh, treating not taking mental illness seriously and, well, uh, it, it, we yeah. don't know
2: that for certain. Like this guy could have been on medication and just stopped taking his medication. That's
0: true. He was living. I feel like he shouldn't probably shouldn't have been living by himself.
1: I don't know though. I don't know if there was a lot of antidepressants back then or any type of to like balance your. Right? Yeah, but was there? I mean, were, I mean, when when did they? Start figuring out that hey, people are have a chemical imbalance in their brain, like they probably need some mm. serotonin. And they,
0: I just listened to a two part or of last podcast on the left, all about the history of lobotomies and stuff. That's dude, isn't that sad? It's crazy, dude. It's, it's like, dude, they used to
1: just lobotomize you, like.
0: Like, oh, like a woman's having emotional right? problems or something <laughs> like a pregnant lady who's depressed because, uh, you know, it's Dude, like, yeah like, like, all these things where there's this like yeah. there's actual medical terms for now. And it's just like, oh, yeah, or, they would just like nick the brain with a fucking m- m- human brain nail. <laughs> it's fucking wild. or Or... Yeah, you
1: had a baby, and it was you were, like, going through postpartum. They were like, oh, you're just not right.
0: Just, yeah, we'll just stick you, you in a mental money. ward and nick your brain and... Uh, and take yeah. your baby. Yeah. She's not as annoying anymore. I mean, she doesn't do much, but she sure doesn't <laughs> nag all day. I mean, she doesn't do anything all day, but... Yeah, it's crazy. You know, they're not completely illegal. You can still get a lobotomy. Can
1: I? I? Sometimes I want one.
0: Would you rather have a bottle in front of me than in a frontal lobotomy? <laughs> I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. I think that's, a qu- that's a good joke. That's a quote from uh, some old-timey guy, Howard Hughes. I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out, guys. Stack Pack, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we love you. Um, if you're listening on Apple, uh, give us a review on Apple. It means a lot. It actually helps a lot.
1: It's oh, good. we love reading your reviews. Yeah, but really we do. But
0: it really, it, um, more people get to hear the show if there's more reviews, and also uh, um, you can donate money at Anchor FM slash the Stack Pack. Yeah, if you like what we do, tell show your friends. Yeah, tell everybody that you think would be interested. Um, this is this is a really good start to season five, and we'll see you oh, next it's time. Uh, uh, like, I'm sure you've already heard enough from us. July 1st, new Unsolved Mysteries. Woo! Uh, we'll get at you next time. Have a nice night, guys. For every mystery, there's someone somewhere who knows the truth. Perhaps that someone is listening, and perhaps that someone is you. Good night.